0: Good evening everybody, welcome to another edition of the Sloth Boogie Radio Show with me your host Ken, uh, joined later in the second half by Pat and then we've also got a special guest with uh, Bondi Bondi who released on our uh, SB Edits imprint earlier than the year. They're going to give us a little mix uh, later on, probably the second half of the show. Um, we also have for the first time an interview. So we didn't provide an interview with uh, Girls of the Internet and um, we caught up with them probably about a couple of days ago, uh, and we'll play that back for you halfway through the show. Um, we've got plenty of other stuff to talk about, but in the background, we've got our new record. It's Jad and the. and this is the Metano Trumpet Jam. And the release SP edits three is available in your favourite record stores, online as well from the likes of Juno. It's out now. And then we have a party this forthcoming Saturday in the waiting room, the second in our basement series. And our old friend Jamie Odell, otherwise known as Jimster, um, will be coming in and providing a two and a half hour headline set, and he'll be getting the place rocking. So. If you're in London this coming Saturday, hit us up. A reminder for everyone we repost the show on our soundcloud page the day after you'll get the track list there
1: Wait a minute. some ginger ale with my drink
0: Welcome, girls of the internet to the, the, the first in our, our interview series um, at slothburg here on our on our radio show. Um, thank you firstly for for joining us a pleasure um the girls of the internet is a is a very unique name. Um, I was just wondering if you could give us an insight into the history of it and the uh, the main ideas that are driving girls of the internet.
2: Yeah, of course um i mean girls in the internet is kind of nicked from um 80s ladies ladies of the 80s album um which is like a roy Ayers album of like loads of really incredible singers from like the 70s and 80s who worked on so many records or on like millions of disco records but they're not really like very well-known people like um sylvia stripling and um loads of other people i can't think of right now um and i just like really love i love that album and i love the kind of weird project that Roy Royaz just did and it's kind of weird music for him as well um, and yeah I just kind of pinched the name really and just changed it a bit and also kind of liked that some people think it's offensive in some way <laughs> which is great because it's really not you know but you know I like that it kind of rubs certain people up the wrong way
0: yeah I, I've, I've seen a bit of that around definitely um, and, <laughs> and, and I've also sort of seen quite a few outlets referring to you in, in plural. Um, is, are there multiple producers involved or is this a, a, a solo endeavor?
2: Well, I mean, the kind of plural thing was meant um, purposefully, really. It, we are a band and I want to kind of be a band, um, you know, and have members and, and actually play live shows. So, you know, we are a group, but I am the kind of, I'm the boss, basically. We've got we've got kind of some singers we work with regularly. Um, I've got musicians that have kind of played on most of our um, records, and yeah. So I'd like to think of as more of a collective. But yeah, I'm I'm the kind of one pulling the strings.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned there sort of um, multiple um, vocalists, and the, the forthcoming album Syrup, uh, which is sounding great by yeah. the way. Um, there's, Thank you. There's there's a clear concept behind the album to to utilise different vocalists putting them front and centre. Um, can you tell us a little yeah. bit about how you arrived at this decision?
2: Well, I mean, we live in like a, a little scene which has producers, are the you know, right at the front. It's their faces and everything. But really, they're, the, they're like having session vocalists sing on their tracks, who write half the music. They sample huge chunks of like 70s and 80s kind of soul and disco. And um, I wanted to kind of try and redress the balance a little bit and kind of take my identity and me away from, like, the front of the band and and uh, push, you know, the people who are, you know, the kind of sample sources kind of thing to the front.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and it, would you say it's been difficult to bring that together? Is it uh, rather than sort of approaching it in the more conventional way?
2: Um, I wouldn't say difficult. It takes time, um, you know, to arrange a studio session, especially if you've got to get more than one musician in there at one time. That's difficult. Um, working with singers, uh, you know, it's not difficult. It's just everything just takes more time because there's more people involved in everything. You know, if I've got to write a song with a vocalist, you know, I, I, everyone's got different um, you know, ways they work and, and kind of timescales and things like that. So it's just it just takes a little bit more work to kind of pull everything together.
0: So how, how long did the album take to uh, to fully produce then?
2: Um, the initial beats, apart from like one or two, I made about two years ago um, in a, like a demo form. And it's taken them... I mean, the album was finished maybe six months ago-ish. It took that much time to kind of get the singers for them to write bits and then for me to go and get final takes of all of the you know, um, music and stuff and there's it all together.
0: And I guess with any creative endeavour, where you think it might go in the outset is more often than not different when you get to the end. When you've got such a a long gestation period like that, do you think your original vision for the album is born through or has that evolved along the way?
2: I mean, when I made the beats, I didn't really think this is the album. I just... um, Because I mean, I only started producing kind of like... Know, like a couple of years ago i mean when you go on classic was my first thing i made and all of these beats are kind of made around that time i just like put some chords and some basslines together and just you know and then about a year ago i kind of thought well hold on i could actually make this into an album and i thought i'd pull it all together
0: uh, excellent so it's kind of more a, a, a happy accident rather than than a than a, a, a conceptual album in that case
2: i mean Uh, Yeah, I mean, it is a happy accident, but I mean, I I definitely wanted to make albums and not just kind of just put singles out. Um, And also there is a kind of a a, a definite kind of concept behind a lot of it as well, kind of going through the single artwork and and the album artwork as well. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit of both, really. Uh Was there any particular recording
0: session from the album which sticks out in your memory?
2: Uh, no. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you go into a studio. So, I mean, sometimes a lot of people have like, got their own studio or like, pop over and, you know, it's all different ways, but, you know, you've already kind of got something worked out and you get in there and, you know, depending on the singer, you go through it a few times and get it recorded. Yeah. It's, it's good fun, but it's not It's not very kind of, um, you know, action-packed, kind of different crazy things happening.
0: And you mentioned there you 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 favour more LPs than EPs. Is this going to be
2: the first in a in a series? Then, do you think? Uh, I yeah, I definitely want to make more albums. Um, I'll decide if they're a series after I've made them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think when you make kind of anything, you kind of it's easier to, to um, understand it after it's been made. Yes. So you know, I don't really want to go into anything with any preconceived ideas because then I think I don't know if someone would do that. I prefer it just to anything to happen naturally and kind of organically.
0: Excellent. And obviously, your your time began um, with Ramp on, on an A and R side of things. How would you say that that's uh, influenced the way you approach your production now?
2: Um, I mean. I wouldn't say it's influenced it. I've always kind of felt like there's a little gap which Girls of the Internet is filling up now that has always existed. Um, yeah, I don't think anything I did A&R before kind of influenced anything really, but there's definitely, since I started working in music, there's always like a little area I thought wasn't really, you know, where something should be happening, but it wasn't kind of thing. So I'm, I'm hoping we're, we're doing that at the moment
0: right and can you tell us a little bit about um what you've got planned in the future for girls with the internet uh
2: yeah we um i've got another i'm doing another like uh mixtape uh samples and drum machines thing that's almost done now i'm not really sure what i'm going to do with it yeah i might just give it away i'm not really sure (laughs) um and then yeah i'm working on the uh on the
0: Fantastic. And what about in terms of taking, taking it out on the road in, in, in live shows? Is there, oh, yeah. Is there a, 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 yeah, a want to tour?
2: Yeah, definitely. We've got a live show done. We've already had a sessions sort with of BBC introducing. Um, I'm hoping to post some of those tracks up soon, actually. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I love DJing, that's cool, but I kind of want to do something a bit more as well. So we've got a kind of live thing with musicians and vocalists and yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, wish you the best of luck with that in the future, because we've, as you know, we're big fans of you and and all your your contributors, and and we've had a couple of premieres as well as your guest mix, which um, I would urge anybody listening to go and check out now if they if they haven't done so already. Thanks to Tom there for stopping in and having a quick chat with us about the new forthcoming Girls of the Internet album, Syrup. Um, you can get the track that's in the background and there it ain't by girls of the internet for free via our soundcloud page if you head on over to the new interview section it will be posted up from tomorrow Um, and click on the download link and it's yours
3: is this is pat thanks to ken thanks to ken for the last hour big shout out to girls of the internet for that last interview this new jam is from the lovers in nyc brand new we'll be dropping this premiere in full the weekend is a absolute belter from uh, Demucha definitely check it out Marcus, Dreamscape 93.
4: We've got about 15 more minutes to go, so you know
5: what you got to do, drop another one, skin up, another cow, whatever, make sure it are nice, we're still going to take it to
4: nineteen
5: ninety-three, bring it a cream and a crumb, and then we're going to let it drop, Dreamscape.
3: Play a bit of Kerry. Return to acid.
4: This
3: is not Kerry Katona. Was it at the warehouse?
4: I'm
3: going to ride out with this one, Chaos in the CBD, Multiverse, and then Bondi Bondi, well one of the Bondi Bondies. Pables, Pables is going to take over the last 20 minutes, of course make sure you check out his SB Edits on SB Edits 5, 4, I'm starting to lose count now. was Pables, Pables. (laughs) (laughs) Two times Pables. Pables. I think that's pretty much it for this month. So yeah, we're playing at the waiting room on Saturday with Jimster. If you're in London, come down. And of course, that new record by Jad and the. Go and grab it.